it's been since November since we've been here, and I'm just learning shit. So hold on for a sec. Yeah. Uh, throw on some music, Brian. We'll figure out the rest. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're just getting the studio back together. It's been a million years since I've been here, and uh, we're trying to do our job. So let's see here. All right. Uh... All right, here we go. We just started at 6.01 p.m. at Racers Alley uh, here in the heart of the mission at Mutiny Radio. Uh, still got something else going on in the background. We'll figure that out. But Milk Crate's going to put on some music while we get our shit together. Cheers. Yar.
Right on, right on, right on. Well, welcome to the Racers Alley. We just uh, kind of got ourselves uh, centered here. It's been since November, boy, I think I want to say 16th uh, since we've been back on the air. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we had some hard times uh, at Racers Alley, uh, and we'll talk about that in a little while. However, uh, seems like the show's working. Milk Crate Brian's here spinning tunes. Uh, say hey, Milk Crate, you on? Hey, everybody. It's hey. really good to be back. Yeah, you are. And well, wait. Howdy, howdy folks howdy folks right on so all the mics are working we're back on the air we're live and uh thank you for joining us here at mutiny radio on the heart of the mission and uh got a lot of things going on we're going to talk a lot about our uh past sponsorship and what's going on as far as racing and uh start of the year it's the start of a new year so a bunch of exciting things uh going on with tour groups uh, track days racing and uh all types of fun stuff and uh especially you know i mean uh Last time, you know, I was kind of getting a little burnout and always talk about uh, quitting the show and got Wade saying, you can't do it, and RER, and a few friends just going behind. And uh, basically, uh, after our hard times, uh, I'm really happy to be here. It's been a long time, and uh, it takes things for granted. And uh, like we were just talking uh, just a few seconds ago, uh, we are an outlet. Milk Brian said, you know, uh, we're like uh, like the city bike and like the urban moto. Just now we're on the air because uh, there's not a, a lot of outlets outlets out there that uh, deal with motorcycling and uh, the community around us so uh, it's nice to be back and this year is going to be a lot more organized and uh, you know uh, music and uh, fun and we're going to reach out to the community uh, to come in and uh, start having more guests that are going to be here talking about their adventures and what they want to do with racing in the the future and uh, that's really really neat Uh, it's well Nowadays, there's a lot of things going on. People are opening tour businesses. I mean, uh, you know, there's a bunch of clubs out there, women's clubs, men's clubs, uh, everyone's clubs. There's a lot of track days. Everyone has a track day nowadays, so you can go all over the world uh, as far as uh, all the tracks in California and uh, do things like that. And, uh, you know, it's neat. And we're going to start advertising, uh, well, giving a shout-out to all our local shops and anyone who actually helps the motorcycle community because uh, that's very important. Uh, Motorcycling is getting a lot more popular. Uh, There's a lot more things to look out for as far as uh, dangers. Uh, We've all been through that just recently and uh you know uh we just want to have a lot of fun here at razor's alley and uh we really got to give a good shout out to pam at mutiny radio uh she kept Yay, us pam. going here thank Yay, you, pam. pam thank you pam she 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 kept our uh, our space open uh till we were able to heal and get back in one piece and uh you know that's very very important because uh it's a good time slot and uh you know um yeah, uh, it was. We were on a thin, tight rope wire, or whatever, for a while as far as what would happen. And uh, we're glad to be back and be here. Right, fellas? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll have uh, Evan here in a second and uh, uh, go from there. And uh, why don't we listen to some tunes for a second while we get the rest of the show together? And uh, thank you for being here and listening to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission at Mutiny Radio. All right, guys, this one's from local band Acid King, and the (laughs) title of the track is Drive Fast, Take Chances, which isn't too much different than the old city bike. What we do. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Drive Fast, Take Chances. Cheers. Welcome to New Radio and Racers Alley. Thank you. 
Dum. Anyway, so welcome here to uh, Racers Alley at Mini Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, we're getting our show together. Uh, we're going to have a uh, Monkey Moto School, uh, Evan Arakush in, and uh, Wade's here, uh, and Mo Crate Brian's here spinning the tunes, which is awesome. It's been uh, since November 16th since we've actually been on the air. So we're a little rusty, but we have a lot to talk about and a lot of fun things going on. And uh, well, boy, oh boy, you know, you take things for granted. Um, I took the show for granted, you know, and uh, since then, a lot of tragic things have happened, and we're just happy to be here all in one piece, literally. Our our, our crew took a big hit, and uh, it took us a while to be back, and uh, since then, you know, uh, Wade's got a new motorcycle, and, uh, you know, we're talking about track days, and we're talking about uh, what's coming up in the future as far as the fun times this year, and uh, we got a lot of friends to talk about with their tour companies, uh, track days, and that type of thing. So uh, stay tuned, uh, and we'll be back on shortly, probably about uh, eight minutes. Enjoy the tunes, and Milk Crate Brian's got something going on. What do you got, Milk Crate? Uh, this is a band called Dow Jones and the Industrials. Dow Jones and the Industrials. All Here. right. <laughs> Cheers, guys. We'll be back on shortly.
All right. Welcome to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. And uh, boy, oh boy, we got Milk Cape Brian, uh, Mr. Wade Boyd, and... Uh, well, Evan just showed up from Monkey Motor School. He'll be back in a short time. Uh, he went to go get some chow. So, um, yeah, we haven't been around since uh, November 16th, and uh, we had some hard times, you know. Uh, our dear friend, Robbie Motor Tire Guy, part of our wrecking crew, someone we all loved very, very much, and part of the San Francisco community for well over uh, 20 years, really. Um, he passed away suddenly, and a uh, very, very sad moment for all of us. And he uh, he was Mr. Moto Tire Guy here in San Francisco, and uh, he knew a lot of people. He knew a lot of people in the motorcycle community. So we're sorry to say part of our wrecking crew passed, and uh, that was a very big blow for us. And uh, shortly after that, uh, Mr. Wade got, uh, got, well, you got, you got a little bit ill, didn't you? <laughs> you know? I learned how to spell the word appendicitis. Yeah. And, uh, and got to go to the, the hospital and see the dark side. Yeah. No, <laughs> and that's, I escaped. That's nothing to mess with. And, uh, yeah. That's right. And, yeah, uh, got to take care of yourself. Uh, take one a day vitamins, whatever you do. And just try really hard not to crash. Well, I mean, uh, at that particular time, uh, we were going through a bunch of stuff. I mean, November was a funny month. And uh, our dear friend Gina passed as well. Uh, oh, oh, suddenly and uh it was just a hard month but while all this was just kind of uh in a calderon starting to stew before everything happened uh you know one of the great things that happened was uh christine uh subculture racing um she opened her own shop berliner berliner yep yep she's yep. totally open been going for like four months she works so hard the stuff is so good and 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 but yeah she, she works so hard at it to make she's really trying to make it special and, and it really is and yeah Try it's it. um, you'll see lower hate uh right next to uh tornado, our tornado and across street from molotovs one of our dear sponsors and uh yeah so uh while that was happening that's when uh wade ended up uh getting hurt uh just overnight and yeah, I, uh, I blew a gasket just after we opened basically uh kind of worked too hard and she's a little younger and just marches 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 and she's still marching uh, i just couldn't <laughs> i couldn't do it yeah I blew a gasket this, you know, it's really what happened. Well, what's interesting is like uh, all us, but all us motorcyclists. We, well, I don't know. I'm not going to talk for all of you, but um, there's one thing that we all have in common. You know, we all started by UMXing or something or doing something stupid, but it wasn't uh, unusual for us to get in some sort of pain. And uh, we usually, all have high pain tolerances. But usually, you, you know. fell off or you did something. Yeah, mine actually wasn't. I got stabbed in my sleep. It had nothing to do with it. I was out riding my bike and all, but keeled over, and, and still had to learn. If your body's upset, any little piece of it will totally take you out, and you know, send yeah. you spinning, and then then you get to go meet all them people in the the fire department, and the hospital, and oh, all that well, stuff. And you hope they all do it. You know, they got jobs. They're trying. We <laughs> hope they're trying to do their keep job. keep you right. alive. You know. Yeah. So I thank, uh, I thank my doctor for saving me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's very important. I mean, yeah, we were all hurt and used to pain, but while everything was going on, you just oh, that's just nothing. That's it just ended a, up it's being just something. a scratch, it's a yeah. flesh wound. <laughs> and all of a sudden, boink, and uh, Bob's your uncle from there. But uh, I'm glad you're you're back, Wade. I mean, uh, holy moly, you know, at one point you were one on the Sunday morning ride, and uh, I, I didn't do that for a while. I was I got my operation a second time around, and they. 
they operated on me on Christmas Eve, so I was in wow. the hospital for Christmas. It wasn't my favorite. No way, um, yeah. But so uh, it's like I got I got a two-wheeled road racing team that I'm sort of on. Also, the the manager got wounded. He got hit by a car. Exactly. Uh, Eric times. got a, a hernia. Had to get an operation. No we kidding. I didn't know about that. Yeah. We're all wounded. So Eric's my non-doctor. Dude, what happens? What did your What happened to your friends? Oh yeah, they all got it out, and you better you better go to the hospital, dude. Yeah. And and and. So yeah, so uh, the wrecking crew here at Racers Alley did did take a big hit. And, That's uh, not even to mention you, Alex. Uh, you had a little bit of a dust up too, huh? Oh yeah. Uh, in between, then I did get hit by a car and got my arm broke, and <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, that that, 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 yeah, that took a hair uh, out of out of the that old stink here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, it, like I said, uh, I've been taking for granted certain things, and this show was definitely one of them. And uh, when you're all holed up, and all your friends are all holed up, and some ain't coming back, you tend to cherish things. And uh, you know, you three listeners are all I really care about. And uh, it's really nice to have you out there, and hopefully you're listening again. Uh, maybe at least two, but uh, yeah, we're back, you know, and uh, it's very important. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, inspire racers and riders and, uh, you know, give a little bit more happiness in this world because, boy, oh boy, we just went through a shit ton of sadness and everyone got taken out and everyone's back. And, uh, you know, my R1 took a hit. RER, it's kind of back, you know. Um, we'll just go from there uh racing's in the future and uh you know uh what we really want to do is keep on motorcycling keep on uh like wade always says have good story and happy times you know <laughs> and uh talking about that i believe wade was just on a racetrack with arma yeah we had to we really really had to it was laguna seca wow you That's don't get why to do that anymore yeah, I haven't been there in 20-some-odd years or whatever. Most people have never been there. Eric's never been there. So we we really roughed it, Eric and I now, we really roughed it, did it the hard way in a van, but we had two bikes. He rode the Guzzi, which hasn't been ridden in over a year, so he had to take it out of the crate straight from Phillip Island. Okay, um, so a way to explain that to our listeners a little bit. Uh, what, what type we, of Guzzi? We built a Moto Guzzi. Actually, go to the Isle of Man, but we ended nice. up um, doing Daytona, uh, Willow Springs, and we ended up running it at Phillip Island. And he rode my KZ 1000. Anyhow, that bike came back. We had big plans for it. Everybody got wounded. The bike never got taken out of the crate. And Rich said, why don't you ride it, Eric, instead of riding the KZ, which gave him so much more to, to do. But it should run really good anyhow there's a couple things they sort of melt in the winter when they're not being attended to or if you don't ride or play with them all the time you don't really know and so how come this doesn't work but so his clutch slipped he said it was grinding gears he kept falling out of gear wow um but he ended up with a third place on sunday and had the time of his life <laughs> wow well also, number one um laguna seca is a is a track in uh, uh monterey california here in the united states for um the with, one listener over in Europe with the corkscrew, and, uh, when you it know, has a corkscrew, cork and it's very unusual because you all of a sudden the corkscrew, you you take a, I imagine a couple of story dive down to the right, and Bob's uncle, you turn left, and everything's left, left, left right, left right, and it's very then challenging. Left. 
because you're flying towards the corkscrew. And all of a sudden, you're kind of blind. You turn left, you turn right, and go. And you, you can see that in all the uh, racetracks, uh, I mean, uh, the racing videos from the day. But Laguna Seca is very challenging in, in, in many, many ways. Uh, over the years, they've cut a lot of foliage down. Uh, I've seen uh, the races back in 88, the glory days of uh, early two-stroke 500, or the late two-stroke 500s. And, um, Kenny and Randy. Kenny and Randy. And boy, oh boy, you know, one of the most impressive races I uh, ever saw was uh, Miguel Duhamel out there. And uh, at one point, it was almost raining. And then he was running on slicks, and he was winning the race on the slicks in the pouring rain. And the only reason they stopped it is at the Laguna Seca, at, at, at the top of the corkscrew, you could no longer see the fog was thick enough where it, they had to call the race. But otherwise, they were running out there in the pure shit. And it was yeah. really cool. The you announcers know? Looked, couldn't see, but the riders could. <laughs> yeah, and he was just doing his job. Miguel de Homo, I mean, that, he's a yeah. legend and did a great job. And so Laguna Seca has been around for a very, very long time. It's a very, very challenging track. And if you're very lucky... There are lots of varies here. Um, you can do that track and uh, ride on that track. And uh, I would uh, recommend looking into the future track days, whoever does it, because it may be a thing of the past. You never know. Willow Springs, you know, they they were a great uh, uh, t- uh organization out there and that kind of dissolved so yeah you got to look out to do the tracks when you can and uh, Laguna Seca is world-class action Um, the first time I was ever there I was yet a racer and uh, my best friend Tommy at the time uh, Rap Brothers Racing Yar um, we uh, ended up going to Keith Code Track on uh, ZX 600s when there was a first year there were 100 horsepower that was a lot of big deal for a 600cc to boast 100 horsepower. So uh, Keith Code had the brand new ZX6s. Uh, we did their course. We ended up going to Monterey and uh, brought our own helmets and leathers. But we, we went around on his bikes on the uh, ZX6s at Laguna Seca. So I did actually ride that course in 1990, <laughs> a million years ago. <laughs> but uh, yeah, very, very cool, very fun times. I'm sure uh, the hotels over there in Seaside are no longer 30 dollars <laughs> you are <laughs> yeah, right yeah we never got that far we stayed in the van there camping out camping out and sort of hanging out with sidecar land so a big shout out to to ann and pete sf and all the gang okay so we, sra was there um some members of SRA, but everybody also is a member of Arma. Okay, so Arma does sidecar racing as yeah, well. Yeah, they really like sidecars. They bring like nice. three um, classes of um, vintage, and then they split it up. You got the Formula One, Formula Two, um, which is a shorty, but then there's the European one, and then there's the American one, and almost everybody gets wow. a trophy. It's really good. Well, um, you know, it's effort. Yeah, so there was 20, I believe 20 sidecars out there. and That's and a shit I, ton. I was not on a sidecar. I was being nice and not well, wrestling them little tiny handlebars. You're healing, Wade. Yeah. You are. <laughs> so that was my medical excuse. But yeah, they were doing good. They had a, had a good run. Um, there was one incident. Somebody took somebody else out, an oops maneuver. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody got their arm broke. <laughs> you are. So, oh, it's all fine mm-hmm. and dandy until somebody gets their arm broke. Uh, other than that, everybody had a, had a really good time. Um, if they continue, I think the, the event went off really good, at least in my mind, that Arma will be able to pull us off for the next couple of years. And this is the West Coast barber of the Arma events. 
the, the barber is at the end of the deal, but it's like in Georgia. Back east. Uh, yeah, it's hard okay. for us to get out there. Yeah. Well, it's Someone nice. Listen, yeah. Well, um, with that being said, Wade, I believe um, for the folks that were able to travel uh, to, to this neck of the woods, um, they they had uh, like three or four total armor races. Um, they have, we have they have three races on the west coast. Yeah. This year there was Laguna Seca and two Willow Springs back to back. Okay, nice. No Miller, and then they go back east, and most of their stuff is back east. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And I mean, then they... it turns out that so Pete Essif bounces back and forth between here and Florida. And lives in Florida, so he's mostly hanging out in Florida. And last year there was one sidecar. Now they got like nine. They brought out nine sidecars in Which one is great, trailer. You know. Yeah, and dot dot dot. They race all winter. <laughs> well, I believe Florida is kind of warm, like here, and they have that type of weather where you can actually be out there yeah, all the time. So we need to fly there in November and do all the <laughs> races, and then we can come back home. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I mean, uh, thank you, Arma, uh, for having uh, you know races over here on the West Coast, and uh, yeah, that's really really nice. And uh, I guess from here they're they're going back soon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, next month is the two Willow Springs. Oh, okay. So uh, actually, there's time to do Willow Springs out there. I know a few boys have done Arma. I think uh, Sergio Galvan, who's yeah. been on our show so, on the TZ250, was out there. He was out there. He, he had a great time until he blew a crank. Yar. Uh, uh, two but, strokes. But uh, same thing. There was a lot of people that you don't normally see at an Army event because it was Laguna Seca. And it, also, certain people keep those yeah. cherry bikes that aren't necessarily... You know, yeah. the new AFM bikes. So he's, and, a, he's in the 250 GP class. When was the last time you heard a whole fleet of them take off? Oh, really? it was beautiful. No kidding. Yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't get to hear like a bunch of two-strokes anymore getting of, off the line. All them bees taking off, it's great. Oh, that is awesome. Right on. And uh, so I guess uh, Armour will be here. I, I'll uh, get the dates for you the next uh, uh, show we have here on next Thursday. Uh, I think but it's uh, March 17th and then the next weekend, okay. something like that. So they do the Streets of Willow. And then they do the big track. Nice. Streets of Willow, I've never been on. It's a it's a smaller course out there in uh, Willow Springs. It's uh, Willow Springs, for uh, our listeners, um, it truly is my favorite track. I, I totaled my bikes there, uh, the, by, both my bikes. Uh, but that anyway, why it's your favorite? It's turn two. Uh, well, it's always the fastest track in the West. And it's basically, it's like, what is it, nine turns? Yeah. Yeah, nine and, turns. So they painted it, and it's it's still bumpy. It's so bumpy. Yeah, it's uh well, yeah, it's in the desert. It's in the Mojave. It's in the Rosamond. When I first started going out there, there was nothing out there. Now there's a. But I wish I would have bought that desert land, man, because it's all tracks housing, and they got they even got an Applebee's. So you know they they've moved up. But uh, yeah, that track has always been one of the fastest tracks in the West. Kind of got to know your line, and um, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Do 160, <laughs> 170 down the front straightaway, no problem. Easy and. It's, it's just fast, you know. It'll go that fast. It's wide open turns, and uh, it, it teaches you a different skill set. Because when I started here uh, racing, I started AFM, which was only Sears Point. So uh, my other was WSMC, and I did uh, Willow Springs. Um, 
That's where the first R, uh, FCR 400 got totaled. But anyways, yeah, nine years later, the R1 got totaled. Turn two, same thing, different circumstances. But um, it's the funnest track to me in the world. I mean, I've done all the AFM, you know, Button Willow and all that stuff. But for some reason, I, I really love fucking Willow Springs. <laughs> you know, it hurt me a couple of times. I got a reckoning. But, uh, yeah, it's just a fun track, you know. And it's in the middle of the desert and uh, really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> semi close. So all I gotta say about but that, they're almost almost all of them are great. I hardly ever say I don't like a racetrack. Right? It's an adult it's playground. True. Here, take your toy out there and go fast, will you? Exactly. How, how can you not have fun? Well, you know? it's true. You know, racetracks and um, talking about that. I mean, really nowadays. Uh, Boy, you know, there's a bunch of track days. There's a bunch of tour companies. Uh, right now, you know, August, uh, our boy, he's been on our shore more than once, and uh, he does fun track days, and uh, he runs that. They're a great thing, and uh, basically, you know, they have a bunch of uh, 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 classes, and you could be a beginner, you could be a novice, you can be fast, but what's nice is they're very personable, so they, they kind of like, you know... Uh, Put it down to small squads. So if you go around, get off, they'll come up to talk to you. It's like, well, so what, how'd you do there? What do you think? And they're very, they, they're intuitive. So they like to talk to you. They like to actually make sure you're having a great time. I think they even give you free food. Yar. Hmm. And um, they're going to have a big one here. Uh, everything's coming on soon. So I actually have on my notes here the number one thing to Spring, talk about. Spring, everything's growing. Exactly. So... Fun track days are having their opener. They're going to be on uh, March 16th at Thunder Hill. They're going to be a three-mile east track, which is actually pretty neat because it's a, yeah, I've never done done that that one. Right? What's unique about that track? Well, um, the three mile east is I have not been, and they've they've actually opened up that track, and so you're kind of going in, I believe, in the opposite direction. We'll have to ask mm. August when we he's here We don't know. We've week. never been there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we got to go. That's you know, wonderful. I'm well, going to talk with him. I'm getting in on one of those fun track days. Exactly. So uh, if you if you sign up for one, you might be on with Milk Crate Brian. Well, we've got to get August off the show. August, I know you're listening. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so March 16th, Thunderhill, they're going to have the Three Mile East. Uh, they're a very good uh, organization to go with if you're learning how to ride or if you're, you know, go from there in Fast Boys. What's nice about that, if, like, you're a working man and you don't have time, uh, you can show up there at noon and you'll tech and they'll let you do the half a day, you know. So they're really, uh, you know, uh, how do you say, they accommodate uh, uh, racers and local folks and working folks. And uh, it's really nice that way, actually, uh, that, that they do that. And uh, August, uh, you know, uh, thank you for having fun track days. And uh, we're going to talk to you very, very soon on the show. And, uh, you know, hopefully. Having uh, some fun. Yeah, having some fun and getting out there and doing some good stuff. You are. So, anyways, uh, we're going to take a short break here. Uh, Milk Crate Brian has uh, some tune going on. Yeah, I think I've got the birds queued up here. The birds. Take a little uh, step back. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, Yar. exactly. <laughs> Oh, 
Yar yar. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, the boys are sitting back and relaxing. I want us. Uh, I guess we could give a shout out to some folks. Uh, well, of course, always uh, Bender's Bar and Grill. They're our, our main supporters. Uh, been uh, our sponsors for a long time, and uh, really nice to have you watching our backs all the time. And uh, thank you, uh, Johnny. And I just saw Liam tonight. Welcome back from Australia, Liam. Always awesome to see you. Yar. And uh, anyhow. Um, from there, uh, Clay, firstrides.org. We haven't uh, been on the air since, uh, you know, he was back in uh, November, and uh, it's been going well. Clay has now had a couple of classes. Uh, firstrides.org is really important because what they do is uh, people donate motorcycles and donate gear, and they teach young folks how to ride. And uh, that's very important. Where people wouldn't normally have bikes, they're out there doing their job. 
and uh, it's really, really cool because, uh, you know, I got my first bike given to me uh, back in a million years ago, but it's nice. Uh, it teaches kids uh, how to ride motorcycles, gives them something to do, get out of trouble, that type of thing. And thank you all who have don donated clothing, uh, motorcycle gear to firstrides.org. And that being said, if uh, any, our, any of our listeners uh, have dirt bike gear for kids and would like to donate it, uh, please, uh, you can always drop it off here at Mutiny Radio at uh, 21st in Florida or Tokyo Moto, which is uh, over there on uh, 50 Daharo, which is the shop I work at. They're wonderful folks. Or you can drop it off at Bender's and Molotov's. Uh, Martin at Molotov's, uh, one of our other sponsors uh, here. Uh, they're over on Lower Hate. Great place to be. He'll uh, happily accept anything and just say, Alex, uh, and... Uh, Mention uh, firstrides.org, and uh, all of you will be happily accepted. Uh, same with Benders. Johnny mentioned that. We've gotten a boy. We had a couple of garbage bags full of gear that they dropped off at Benders a while back. And uh, again, it's firstrides.org. Clay Murphy's running it. It's about uh, going to Carnegie. Uh, they've got a bunch of bikes now, a few bikes. Uh, teach kids how to ride who uh, normally wouldn't get a chance to do so. So all the gear and stuff helps the kids get in, uh, get in the proper way to ride and they just have a great time and from there uh, come in the future so yar yar that's very very important and thanks for listening to that yeah say what evan what is the uh, lowest age they work with what are the age ranges uh that's a good question uh, we'll have clay on the show soon you know uh talk to one of your the mic in front of you there evan and see if we got one going check one say that again check one all right say that again all right, you're number one, I guess. Say that again. Yep. I'm number one, I guess. Well, maybe number three. All right, well, we're running a kind of unusual show here. So we got Evan back from uh, Monkey Motor School. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Yeah, so that isn't right. <laughs> you good? I am good, yeah. All right, so it must be S1. Uh, we're just getting back on the ship, and we're trying to dial in all our freaking sails and shit. So just uh, put up with us. Yeah, but uh, anyhow... Uh, Next thing we got going is uh, Native Moto Adventures, Gen and Safe. They basically do sightseeing tours, and uh, you can always get them at uh, Native Moto Adventures on Facebook. Uh, we hope to have them back. All these folks I'm mentioning were our guests over the past year, and I just want to make sure to give a shout-out because everyone's starting up this year. So right now we're in February. and March, everyone's going on. So I want to make sure you guys got all the information to have some fun. So if you're ever out of town or have a friend out of town, they need, like, you have a couple hours to, like, well, the wife is shopping, the husband's shopping, whatever. You can call these folks. They'll get a bike for you, and you can go up to Marin and back where Alice is while whatever the significant other is doing something and have a nice motorcycle tour, which is really, really, really cool, actually. So, you know, go from there. And, of course, uh, when I was sitting in the hospital, yeah, uh, little crate said I got hit by a car. I did. Um, I lost my memory for three days, and they didn't let me out of the hospital until I actually knew who the hell I was. But um, who was sitting there, Matt? I look up at one point, I wake up, and there's a guy sitting there where it's like, he doesn't have a gun in hand, I'm safe. Okay, so I'm not getting hit. And it was Matt from Law Tigers, just making sure I was really, really all right. So uh, if you ever, ever uh, need any help, you know, Law Tigers are there to see you. He sponsored us here at Mutiny Radio, especially with Pamtastic. Uh, and that's really, really awesome. They take care of motorcycle riders if you're ever, ever hurt. hurt. 
And you could always call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS. But yeah, Matt and my boss man came to see me. Um, I usually don't like anyone to come see me in a hospital. And they just showed up while I happened to open my eyes. But luckily, I didn't know who they were. So at the time, I couldn't be really pissed. But uh, yar, yar. That being said, yar. Um, Tokyo Moto is where I work. They're around 50 to Haro. They do great motorcycle work. And uh, if you ever need anything in any, any type of way, shape, or form, just come by Tokyo Moto. Tokyo Moto will take care of you. But uh, all right, so I'm done plugging for a second. We're going to have some music on. Milk Crate, what do we got going? Uh, we got the Melvins here doing an old Alice Cooper song. Yar. And what do you say? Hmm? Melvins? The Al- Melvins doing... Uh an Alice Cooper tune. Right on. I'm still getting these mics down. <laughs> All right. Cheers, brother. All right.
Sorry, we're out of music, so let's uh, talk about something. Yar. <laughs> so I was just talking to Wade, and uh, Wade just got a brand new, well, uh, uh, you know, the next generation R1. And um, boy, oh boy, that's a big deal. And uh, apparently, uh, they're all fly-by-wire now. They uh, have, a, a, how do you say, uh, immediate uh, information on the dash. So you can have lap times, you can have all types of results. You can have a knobby on the right to actually go on the fly if you want. They have three different levels, uh, you know, uh, rain, regular people, and super crazy people. And uh, it, 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 you say it just pulls your arms off. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's something to grow into. I'm, I'm running B mode. I'm supposed to get on the track and everything with it. I'm hoping to, dreaming about everything, but life gets in the way. Yeah, it's <laughs> so fast. It's got um, very, very sensitive throttle. Um, it's really nice to ride. It, it it just goes and does what what you think. I told somebody the other day. It's like his first bike ever that you just hold on to the handlebars. It will turn the throttle for you. And she totally believed me, and, and it's, it's almost true. I got a stock pipe on at the moment. It's actually kind of quiet. Unless you're on it or next to me, it has a really nice sound, and it just makes you want to turn the throttle on. There's three power bands, and it just says, let me go faster, faster, faster. I'll pass anything in front of you. It w really wants to be on the racetrack. It's like my, my buddy Joe sold it to me because he said, I don't want a GP bike. I was like, well, I do. <laughs> well, you know, that being said, um, you know, I've always loved my 99R1. And, I mean, I've always been a little... I, you, you actually gave me... Uh, Wade gave me once, uh, you know, and, uh, for my birthday, a 2005R1. And it was a wonderful bike. I had the uh, exhaust at the back. It was uh, Leo Vinci. It, it was really kick-ass. Unfortunately, um, uh, between getting hit by a car shortly thereafter and having my knee work done... And then also finally getting totaled by an idiot who uh, was washing her Volkswagen bug, didn't see it, and within two minutes of feeding a cat coming back, she completely ran it over. Um, yeah, that poor bike went really quick. But the yeah, you've had a bunch of R1s, and uh, the two, you've had the 99, 2005, and the 2010 cross plane, yeah. and then so you've had the generations. Yeah, most of them. Yeah, well, I think uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you've had the cross plane. Yeah, the 2001 through three, four. I didn't really count as anything because they were all just kind of fucking around. But yeah. the 2000, 99, 2005, six. You know, uh, the cross plane and the 2014, 16. 
those are the generations. Yeah. So you've had the the, five, the the generations, with the exception of the little messing around generations uh, of the bikes. Yeah, at this point. So yeah, the last one I had was a 98. The first one I had was a 99, like yours. And when we got those bikes, we said, that throttle is so sensitive. It's like my KX500, my dirt bike. It's a rocket. And what do you we, get in the pipe? And and then the the five was even faster and set new records everywhere. And then the, the ten said, "Where's all the records?" Really? And so the cross plane, you know, a lot of I haven't talked to a lot of people who actually own those bikes and yeah. So that that was kind of a, a major generational change in the bikes where they had the cross plane and the pistons were doing a different thingy. Yeah, it's, it's dancing differently. <laughs> it tries to be a, like a V four and have extra low end. And once you really learn how to ride it, yeah, it'll, they'll, the 5 is great also. That's well, what I, I, the DTR I like the 5. Is, but, yeah. I just never got a but chance to actually go the, anywhere. The 10 it. is a bigger pit bull, as I told everybody back then. Yeah, it's just bigger everything. Where's the record? I'm breaking it. And the 15 on up, the 15, all the videos said, oh, it's the new, newest. Uh, we redid everything, and this is what you want. And they haven't changed anything other than, like, you know, the fingernail color or something in the last five years. So everything's yeah. been done super light. Um, is it super light? 350 pounds with a full tank, 180 yeah. or whatever horsepower. Uh, it's just it, it's just begging to go. It'll, it'll putt around. That's neat. Uh, it'll do 41 miles an hour, but... When you ask it, it'll say, can you let me off the leash? You were mentioning, you kind of like, uh, those of you who are raced, I mean, when you're, when you're, when you're ready to go somewhere, you usually, uh, obviously, you're, you're tucked, you're ready. You actually, I imagine, uh, you're like on a horse, you tighten your thighs on that tank and say, let's go. And you pull in and you, you already perceive what's going to happen. So you're pulling in, you're tucking down and... Some Holding bikes on. are different than others. You know, I've, I've ridden a lot of super bikes and bikes and shit like that over at the island here. And, you know, so I've ridden different characteristics of motorcycles. But uh, like you said, on the R1s, I mean, when you're ready to go on a 1000, you tuck in, you pull in, but you're all doing it at the same time and smiling, you know, and sometimes your front end's coming up off the ground. But uh, yeah, uh, this new generation of uh, these new generation of motorcycles, I've been very, very much against because I'm a Luddite. And uh, boy, oh boy, I'm but watching our But they go really fast, Uncle Alex. <laughs> yeah. And what happened was I was watching the Alaman TT video the other day where the top boy is doing it. You know, he's doing what, 2, 2.30 or whatever. Um, so you watch slow motion things. And I've seen these bikes come in, and I've been at the AFM tracks recently. And you'll have these boys our age or whatever. And it's like they're going tink, 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 tink. I mean... Boy, if you really, really want to go fast nowadays, and, and I believe that's how they're able to achieve these max speeds at the Isle of Man now, is the bikes are Formula One computerized. So while this normally in a different time and age, you're going to ruin out the right, out thing, everything. I mean, you can see, was it uh, Hickey? What's his name? Uh, the, the top guy. You'll go through a turn. Yeah. And you see that bike, and it's Squirming. like, what's doing that? And keeping it. He, he has the throttle on, but the bike is actually doing everything for him because now they have active fucking control on the uh, the uh, front yeah, suspension, tenths of a second. They have non, uh, uh, you know, uh, skid, everything. He can control. actually anti-slide everything. So this bike is going, while he's just going, 
keep me at that path. I'm just looking to where we want to go. And this motherfucker is just like, bike is just going R R R. And I, that, that's why, Wade, uh, I now have to buy a new R1 because I have to start understanding that. If we ever want to be fast, and, and Again. we have to understand these new bikes. <laughs> well, we're fast. It's just like now we have to learn how to fly these jets. Yeah. And, you know, and they're, actually they're different. it should make our job easier, but not really. We've got to spend our year this time understanding this language. And thank God Milk Crate Spine's here because that's why he's, so we're going to have to actually right. just like hire him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try to download them for you. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, it's very interesting how these new bikes do that. And I, I succumbed after seeing this video to like... Uh, you know, if I go back to the Manx and I have a 600, it's not going to be long before those things are all computerized. And yeah, you got to understand all the new that. Ones are. Yeah, you got to understand the new nature of the new motorcycles as far as getting you fast and shit. So, so I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about fast and shit, boy, you know, Evan, I just believe you wouldn't have first time on a racetrack. No, it's the first time in like 10 years. Okay, so first time in 10 years. Yeah. Nice. All right. And, uh, well, uh, what did you ride? So I had my uh, 2019 Street Triple RS that I just got. 2019 in, Street in, Triple. Uh, so July. is that a... Uh, Beamer. It's a 765. Oh, sorry. Uh, what? Beamer? Right now. Yeah, it's a Triumph. Triumph. It's good to be far away from the mic. Triumph. Triumph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, not a Beamer. Uh, uh, wait, wait, <laughs> A Triumph. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, a neat bike. So, was it a, a, the race configuration or an upright? Uh, what? Because uh, nowadays yeah, they have a, a bunch of different. It's a handlebar. It's not clip-ons. Okay, so um, it's, it's more a of an upright. Street Fighter. Like a Tuano looking, uh, you no, know, those it's type not, of. It's not a tour. It's you know. No, it's a, a Tuano would be the Italian. Yeah, Street Fighter. Okay, yeah. that's a word I'm looking for. Yeah. Nice. So six seven five Street Fighter. Se seven six five. Seven six five. Yeah. Nice and faster. Um, so it's first time on the motorcycle track with that. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it's it's been a really long time. It was Thunder Hill. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, I actually did uh, Z two track days, and I found them to be really cool. Z two track days. Z two. Yeah. Nice. I think it's, Let's give them a plug. Zoom zoom. Yeah. Zoom zoom. Okay. Right yeah, on. Yeah, and they were really great. And uh, I cannot wait to do fun track days though. There you are. <laughs> but, uh, any track days. <laughs> any track days, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was in C group to start out and uh, um, did pretty well. Ended up being one of the faster people in C, in, um, C group. But, you know, it's a lot to learn. It's been a long time because I'm used to twisties, canyoning. I never grew up racing, so. Well, it's a sensory um, uh, overload for a second, and you have to recalibrate. Yeah, you have to recalibrate. I yeah. mean, just like learning how to, you know, weight the bike like you guys do and get inside of it more than I'm I'm getting inside of it. And um, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's awesome. Um, well, also, I mean, it was the first time on your brand new bike, so that was, was neat yeah, as well. I mean, I mean that, that's a, a really months. neat bike. And uh, to take it on the track, I mean, nowadays when you get a new motorcycle, uh, it's completely different than, let's say, when we were buying motorcycles in the 80s. You have real brakes. I mean, you guys, uh, you can, you know, you can buy luck now, you know, with the anti-lock brakes and all the tires and uh, the suspension and everything. Uh, back in the old days, you used to have to real dial that in. You know, you had springs for the front and then, uh, you know, either two shocks in the rear or if you're lucky, you got a twin cooker flocks or something, you know. And yeah, uh, 
Or you just ran what you ran and you wobbled all around, but you were fast, you know. Nowadays, I mean, you're buying, I'm sure just the same with cars, really, yeah, in a certain respect. You can buy a race car, you know, $3,000, $5,000, $10,000. The more you pay, uh, the better you get, you know. But, I mean, for $30,000, basically, you can have a, a, a Tits Ferrari Ducati or a Yamaha that does everything on a computer. And that's nothing. Actually, if you think about it, you know, I drank that in a week. So, I mean, Jesus, wow. you know, wah, wah. But, These bikes uh, are amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, think about a $30,000 car and it's yeah. nothing. Exactly. But for what I a bike. The, I got one of those guys that comes by my house all the time. He's just in a revving up. It sounds like he's got like 800 horsepower. He would just rev it up and go by and go, oh, listen to that. And now there's black marks everywhere. <laughs> Burnouts. Yeah. Oh, he's got oh there super... he goes again, Mr. Excitable. <laughs> well, that's why you buy, you know, if, yeah, yeah, old Chevelle or something like that. You got to do Burnouts. Well, they, you know. Yeah, this is a new one. Oh, okay. It's well, yeah, not just super a Prius. There's some new supercars that yeah. is like, whoa. Like you say, Wade, if we were a kid, you can buy a supercar now as an adult. You know, the thing you want as a kid, you could buy a Dodge Charger or something. The new ones now, they're spitting out some serious shit, oh, yeah. you know, and uh, price-wise, again, for, comparatively to our $30,000 30, for a motorcycle, I mean, they're probably less than 60 and you could buy like a super thingy thingy, you know. But if you really want super, you're going to want to jump higher than that. Yeah, it depends what you want, uh, you know. Cheers. Uh, anyhow, yeah, so uh, let's see, where were we going? On the first trip around the goddamn Triumph, Evan, had a great time at the track. Yeah, it was had Thunder a great Hill. time at the track, did really well, um, uh, grew, you know, even more as a rider, as you do. Um, went and did another track day, and... Um, now, was that on the Z400? No, that was on the uh, the 765, the, um, okay. the uh, Triumph. Okay, because you've had two. Uh, I thought you did them on both bikes. No, no, no. I just yeah. got the Z400. That's a fun bike. But um, yeah, turn 14 at um, Thunder Hill, just holding steady mid corner, not coming out of it, not going into it. Oh. Lost the front end and uh, spun out. And um, yeah, I've just been working on why. Spun out. Like well, the spin out on my bike. The bike went around. <laughs> it went around. It went around. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, uh, that just happened. I mean, you just go out there again. I mean, yeah, uh, for sure. Everything else was going, having a good time. But yeah, you yeah. Staying your front end tucked. Yes. Yeah. All right. So next time, just lift up a little. Or put your <laughs> knee down because the knee down actually will. If your front end tucks, you can actually use your knee on the ground to get you away from that and sometimes you actually do that but that's a old line of racing you got about two milliseconds to pull out <laughs> yeah no no right actually i think the um the tire had a little bit too much air and uh oh but yes I think my inputs i've always blamed it on the tires steady so um like i said i was mid corner i wasn't doing anything just hanging on and getting ready to pop out nice well, um, I've had that. Like I said, turn two at Willow Springs, two bikes. Yarr, yarr. You know, some things get you. And, uh, well, now next time, you know, and be back out there. But I really recommend Excellent. actually taking that Z400 out there. I, it would be fun. Well, I think you go faster. The 400s are great. You know, you can really fly on those things more than other bikes. And they teach you to go faster because you just really, uh, you know, you don't let off. I mean, uh, boy, I think, you, Wade, you were just racing the uh, a VFR, right? Yeah, a VFR 400. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Honda. Uh, it was actually pretty neat. Um, 
same thing my I've, I've rode that bike once it's all new it's got this it's got that and everything uh supposedly up 20 horsepower i actually couldn't tell the difference because i i like never rode it before it was as fast as the other guys but it was really nice it did this it did that uh, turns out the rear shock didn't work but it's a little bike so it almost didn't care so it's a vfr 400 folks uh for those of you that don't know, I mean, 400s were a great thing back in the day. Now there's a resurgence with KTMs and, you know, the Kawasaki's and the Yamahas and such, which is great, actually. Um, they make exceptional good, you know, starter race bikes. Uh, when I was a kid and uh, Wade was running younger and uh, uh, the FCR 400 was an exceptional platform uh, back in the late 80s. Uh, the VFR was a European model. Uh, the CBR 400 was a European model, and uh, basically here in America, you could only get an FCR 400, which is an exceptional platform. But uh, the VFR is a well V4 uh, 400cc bike. So if you know a V750 here, it's a very unique little motor, you know, yeah. which makes it exceptional. It's kind of the next thing America kind of got left out of that. Yeah, you right. had to go get a gray market bike or whatever to you yep. know. It's still it so it just got okay, sort of okayed in Arma, because the last couple of years, same thing. It's been a gray market bike. Nobody else gets them here, and they're a little faster, so nobody wants to play with them. But there was a few of us out there. Anyhow, I got fourth place. Um, had some really big battles. And where were you at? At Laguna Seca. So this was just the armor race we were talking about earlier yeah. where uh had the Gootsy. Yeah, Eric Neat. was on the Gootsy and, and, and I was on the VFR 400. Well, let's start from the beginning on that one then. Yeah, um, so you raced the uh, VFR 400 at Laguna Seca? Yeah, uh, I, wrote, I bought it a while ago, 10 years ago. I rode it once and here we are breaking it out of mothballs. Rich put some new slicks on it. Um, and went over everything kind of everything's ready it was it was happy and everything um but i'm gonna say the rear shock didn't work yeah it went up and down so it changed a lot of things and pressing it into a corner is like i could only press it in so hard and and then couldn't throw it in stop just before you don't know what it's going to do next because it's going to throw you on the ground (laughs) yeah so you assessed it and you said all right we're not actually going to just throw things in because we have an issue yeah Yeah. ride it and learn it feel your traction feel your whatever experience (laughs) um and figure out what it's doing it ran really good i almost did nothing to it but i I gotta play with that shock and see something's funny back there and no matter what i did to the shock it didn't change nothing and it's like it doesn't work that's what the problem is yes and i still had good battles and everything but don't stick your neck out exactly we want to bring Uh, her home you're gonna stop right about there yeah so so nice to assess it yeah so and you were at laguna seca and i was at laguna testing Right. You know, it was great. I got to hang out with all my friends. All kinds of extra people showed up because it was Laguna. It was the new improved. We're you know we're gonna get to do this. Hopefully it'll be a yearly event. But yeah, yeah. that'd be really cool, um, especially with the turnout. And uh, if they get you know uh, the local tracks together, it makes it a reason to come to this side yeah. of the coast. Most of those guys come from Florida uh, exactly. or whatever back there. They're all, re- I want to say, retired, got motorhomes, whatever. It is still a big jaunt to come out here. So if they can do it in one shot, um, that's kind of almost what they're doing now. Um, you know, we Well, they're making friends. Say. And also yeah. the, uh, do it more, 
folks will get together here and get a big ass camper and go that way. Yeah. You know, that type yeah, of thing. Which is really on. cool. And uh, yeah, Arbor, you know, it's interesting. Uh, a lot of great classes, but you tend to have more of the classic bikes and, and folks like that. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, uh, it's a really great time of racing. Uh, everyone there is professional. And uh, yeah, they, they, they keep on plugging along. Yar. Anyhow, uh, let's see here. Let's, uh, what time is it? It's 7.23. Let's take a short break. Uh, Milk Crate, what do we got going? Uh, we got uh, David Bowie from Young Americans. Uh, somebody up there likes me. There you are. There you go. He does. <laughs> Loves us all.
right. We're running out of air time here. So anyhow, yarr Uh Thank you, Mulcrape, for the tunes. Yarr yarr. You make this the show so much better when you're here, man. Uh, yeah, it makes it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, I moved my Surely. Spanish class just for you. <laughs> yarr yarr. Hablo inglés. Yeah. Plain. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yeah, exactly. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Anyways, uh, let me give a couple of plugs out, man. Uh, Cycle Toe, uh, Rich over in the East Bay. You know, um, if you ever need a bike, actually, uh, you're stuck, RER, that type of thing. Cycle Toe, Rich has been around a long time, and uh, he's actually a major, major person in the motorcycle community. Uh, he's done land speaking record shit. Yar. Anyways, you can always call uh, Cycle Toe at 510-644-BIKE, B-I-K-E, 510-644-BIKE. If you ever have any problems over there on that side of the pond, call Rich. He'll take care of you. He's a good man. He's uh, has, yeah, has written great, great stories. Uh, as far as uh, over here in the uh, San Francisco area, CC Rider Toe, you know, uh, now we have Chris, and uh, he took over Mark's business, and uh, again, anywhere in San Francisco, he'll take care of you. He always brings a lot of bikes. Actually, both those boys bring bikes to our shop all the time at Tokyo Moto Yar. That's where I work. So anyways, you can always call CC Rider Toe, Chris, at 415 415- 334 toes and uh, got a lot of folks. You ever get in any trouble? Uh, unfortunately, a bunch of assholes are stealing bikes left, right, and sideways. That's when we get them towed a lot. That like, sucks. That being said, boys, girls, lock up your bike. Just something. Put a disc lock on it. Put a chain. You know, um, I personally like to have a fucking rattlesnake wrapped around it. But um, yeah, put something on your bike. I mean, geez, you know, Milk Crate here had his XR400, and they actually like no the took, KLR650, the, the KL, 685 well, got. They, they cut through your disc lock, if I'm yeah, not correct. They did. Uh, wrong. Yeah, back in the day, they took a grinder. I mean, nowadays you can have like a fucking battery grinder. Battery grinder will go through it in off. 30 seconds. But, uh, less, honestly. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I'm going on a tangent there. But, but, it's but something. Lock your bikes. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that being said, you know, AFM is going to have a race here. Uh, Barbara's uh, in charge of that, and uh, I'd love to have her on the show one of these days. But uh, AFM's coming with their first race here on the 21st and 22nd at Button willow and uh i'm gonna try and be out there on uh either my r1 or my uh 636 but uh either way i'm, I'm trying like hell to be out there i'll have to just deal with a couple of things and see if i can do it if not i'll definitely be out there for the uh, june races and uh depending what i do but uh, that being said uh as well you know uh Wade flagged me on this one. Carnegie's having a spring fling, apparently. And uh, apparently on April 3rd through 5th, over on Carnegie, down there in the way of Livermore, on the way to Mines Road and stuff. The end of the intimidating hill climb. Right? And uh, Wade, I've seen Wade go up them hills at Carnegie. That's a whole different story. Is uh, KX500. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does it one wheel all the way up. Uh, this one, the Carnegie spring fling, is going to be April 3rd through 5th. And it's three days of pro racing up 500 foot hill and uh apparently they have over 200 horsepower plus dirt bikes so they go all type yeah. of well you're talking oh. extended uh swing arms and yeah crazy people put nails I'm, in their tires yeah yeah 
takes a shitload to ride one of those. It's a drag bike up a hill. You are. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, they're going to have uh, uh, also 450 side-by-side battles and camping. And, you know, it's nice, nice evening to go out there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you can't bring fireworks or guns and shit because it's just a whole fire area. But uh, they do have pit bike racing, so that makes up for that. So uh, April 3rd to 5th, check out Carnegie, Carnegie uh, Spring Fling. You know, uh, I've been up there with Wade a few times riding. One of the few times I ride dirt bike and uh yeah nothing but hills right pretty much they got fire roads and a couple other things but yeah it's you, a lot of hills a lot of yeah. hills just staring you right in the face fun times yeah yeah, yeah. my times yeah awesome so anyhow uh let's see here we already talked about fun track days but um yeah we got the racing we got the carnegie going on which is really cool um yeah, uh, I think uh, Mr. Brian wants to say something about Mr. Butterbird. Oh, yeah. Um, if you're into kind of fun camping off-road uh, ideas. Uh, where you got it? There we go. Let's see. Where, are you? where we got? Oh, yeah. Uh, Motobird's annual Carrizo Plane Campout, which there is uh, Motobird and Law Tigers also sponsors it. Uh, that's going on this April 17th. It's a weekend kind of thing right up there on a Friday. Uh, camp for two days, uh, well-organized, easy trail rides, lots of fun, fast riding. Really great if you're just starting to go off-road or you've Neat. got an adventure bike you want to try out on some nice dirt fire roads. Check that out. You can find that at motobirdadventures.com. Now, Brian, uh, have you run that before? I went last year, and it was an absolute blast. Nice. Terry uh, uh, and I were on the show, I think, one night talking about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a really good time. Uh, great people. Uh, great roads out there. Uh, nothing too crazy. No dangerous hill climb kind of stuff. But you can blaze down some dirt roads 50, 60 miles an hour and have a good time. Uh, honestly, even if you have a street bike, if you want to come on out, probably still find stuff to ride. Uh, it's a great experience. What do... Uh, so uh, explain the ride for a second. I mean, is it uh, you ride to a certain destination, do trails, do you chuck something in? I mean, uh, yeah, what, give us the nature. So they've got a campsite uh, somewhere out there on the Carrizo Plain. Uh, and most people will truck in a dual sport bike, but we get a fair amount of people that just ride out everything from, we even had a guy on a Harley last time. Uh, we had a lot of GS 1200s, big adventure bikes. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a home base situation. So you camp out on the plane, um, in a wonderful campsite that we've used last year too. Um, it has some small trails around it. So if you want to do like some kind of like little pit bike races and stuff like that, people have brought those out. Uh, and then during the day, it's more about exploring the, the Carrizo Plain uh, with all its really great dirt roads. Um, and we well, usually break off into small groups of three or four and figure out what's good to ride and then go for a bigger ride again on Sunday before we go home. For those folks uh, that don't know what that means, I mean, um, when you say Carrizo Plain, uh, is it like up in the hills? Is it in a desert? Uh, you get a little bit of everything, uh, cold, hot. Uh, what are you dealing with? Uh, Carrizo Plain is central California. It's pretty flat. Uh, okay. The elevation doesn't vary much, but there's like quite a few hills and valleys and things like that. Um, Temperatures usually in the upper 60s, low 70s, so it's really nice riding at that time of year. Um, and you're dealing with mostly like big fire roads. Like honestly, if you had a pickup truck, you could drive down them too. Uh, probably not as fast as we can. So you can have fun on all-terrain vehicles. Oh, you got a dune buggy, Wade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't see why not. But a lot of them are public roads. So um, you're doing a lot of forest roads and public roads. So probably nice. need a license plate. I wouldn't say anything if I saw you, but probably need a plate 
yeah yeah well we, nowadays uh yeah uh, they're getting stricter which is fine because we don't want any fires so you're going to see a lot more my buddy uh, malcolm he just uh yar yar uh my mate over at tokyo moto he was just been racing uh the off-road uh dura whatever vets other motocross and uh hey he just placed his first last weekend yar and congratulates to being out there and he was out in the middle of nowhere but yeah he was mentioning green and red stickers don't mean they, they mean the same thing now you got to run all the anti-fire shit and yeah oh yeah you, you, you gotta, gotta yeah all that that stuff nowadays you know but uh anyhow talking about uh, racing and stuff uh i want to give a big shout out like i mentioned earlier to the afm uh barbers out there and uh we're talking the leathers uh chris has been out here before and uh what's really nice is uh if you have a set of leathers i have three right now that really need refurbishing uh he'll take care of them you know uh it's very easy to like have a red rash in your leathers and it ends up turning into like they dry up and shit so it's just like uh, he makes them look really good, gets the moisture back in them. It's nice to actually put a set of leathers on. That just ain't all, uh, uh, uh. You know, you almost have to go back in the rain, you know, that type of shit. So, uh, uh, Chris, hope to have you on the show soon. But Rotano's leathers, you know, very important if you're getting out there to uh, actually race again. And uh, that being said, you also want to go to, uh, if you need to have your suspension done, super plush, you know, James is out there because we're already in time now. If you have had your suspension done you're too late uh you got racing in a month so super plush uh james over there will take care of you www.superplush.com as far as racing goes and uh you know from there join the afm join arma have a good time but you know the funniest thing and wade really taught me this many years ago uh it's like pictures everywhere it's like alex you know pictures you know everything because you have one picture it means a whole bunch you know and uh uh Boy, he at one point he goes, "You're going to spend a few hundred dollars on pictures at the Isle of Man." Yeah, whatever. And sure, shit, spent like five hundred bucks. You know, that's like yeah. everything adds up. You know, but uh, that's back then. I mean, you had a picture, and this is you jumping over the bala, and it was just like, guess what? You know, not many people do that. And so Bob's your uncle on there, and yeah, it really was uh, pictures with a thousand words, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> memory of a lifetime. Memory of a lifetime, you know, and uh, that being said, our pal Max Klein, he's been on our show. He does oxymoronphotography.com. And uh, if you've been on a track day, you've been racing something like that, chances are Max has your picture somewhere. And it's really, really cool to get those because, um, you know, nothing better to have you going through a turn and something looking like a badass. But more importantly, back in the old days, I bought him to see what I was looking like going in a turn to study my posture, you know, because you really didn't have that. You know, so it was very interesting, uh, you know, uh, buying them for the boys back in the old days. Uh, they'd come around in the cart, in the AFM, in the pits. And they go, eh, eh, eh. And he was like, God, you number 86 or 430 or whatever. He's like, I'd be happy to buy all three. You know, because yeah. it was like, ah, you know, that was back in the day. Buy yeah. five bucks, just the little pictures, you know, but that was really, really cool. I've got to look up who that guy was. But uh, like Max Klein over at Oxymoron uh, Photography, um, yeah, a picture's worth a thousand words. And it, it, if you're out there, it's definitely worth getting, you know, uh, a little bit of footage and such uh, for many different reasons, you know. So that's really, really cool. So, you know, just got to put my uh, word out for that. And, uh, Got to thank uh, 
Mikey at subliminalsf.com. I mean, Mikey's uh, making our flyers. He's got a great one of Wade coming down the ball off for Racers Alley. So, uh, into the yeah, Craig, yeah. Into the Craig, yeah. So, uh, Mikey at Subliminal, he'll do all your type of flyers. Uh, he's also a promoter for bands and such. You can always find him at www.subliminal.sf.com. So, yar, Mikey. Yar, yar. Anyhow, boy, I think. We're all through our list here, and uh, thank you, all you guys. And if I missed any of you from last year, just give me a holler. Uh, apparently, they took away my Facebook uh, fucking page, uh, Racers Alley, because I'm not a racist pig that likes to spouse my fucking things. They'd rather just take away a motorcyclist goddamn page. But uh, yeah, you can find me at Alex Torres Mori uh, for Racers Alley information. I'm going to figure out how to get that uh, back online so you guys can uh, actually connect with us. I mean, um, yeah, uh, back then I was able to actually send my um what do you call these things podcasts that type of thing so uh right now we've got to figure out how to get back to you folks online that type of shit but uh sorry about that anyways uh boy uh what are we going to give a shout out to sidecar land armor power croft croft racing Croft racing. yes uh armin racing racing. Uh, armin has been on our show and uh you know uh, i love the guy because uh he came in and he's like he's, he's a badass r- motorcycle rider he's like the guy who just like wheeling in front of your bop you know and, that too uh, and he has plays with those cars also he, yeah he plays with cars and right now he's over racing in uh, baja he's he's desert racing and uh when he came on our show it was just like you know it's like I always thought of him just, you know, crazy motorcyclists like us, but uh, you never really thought, you know, it's like, are you like that? And it's like, uh, on our show, he goes, yeah, I turned 50. And I've always wanted to be a desert racer. So I started desert racing, you know, and he had the, the, the VW and stuff. And uh, I thought that was the most awesome thing because it's like at 50, he decided, like, I've always wanted to be a desert racer, so I'm a desert racer. So Croft Racing, he's doing great out there, actually. He's placed, uh, he's really uh, placed well, and I hope to have him on the show. He was going to come yep. today, but he ended up having to go racing earlier this morning. So RER, have a great race weekend, dude. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's see here. Um, boy, anyone's got something to say? All right, let's put on some music for a second, and we'll be back shortly. Uh, like I said, uh, thank you, AFM, and uh, please uh, donate to the AFM uh, Benevolent Fund, because uh, that's going to be starting up soon. And, of course, uh, support Super Plush, Ratanas Leathers, and Oxymoron Photography. ER. All right, what do we got here? Uh, okay. uh, we got some jazz for you, <laughs> Sonny Sherrick. Ooh, cool.
Right on, right on. Anyways, uh, boy, oh boy, Pam Tastic is in the house, and she runs Mutiny Radio here. And, you know, uh, she's the captain, and we're always just trying to plug in the holes and uh, make sure this ship's running, which is awesome. And, you know, this time of year, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for 2020 is here. And uh, dead men tell no jokes. So it's between March 1st and 7th here at Mutiny Radio. And uh, we're going to be bringing 76 national comedians together for the uh, actual uh, 66 live comedy shows and uh, streaming radio and podcast. And uh, it's really, really going to be cool. It's going to be here from uh, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Saturday at mutinyradio.fm. We're over here at actually, uh, uh, boy, where are we? Uh, 21st, something like Florida? Yeah, I think something like that. 21st in Florida. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a, a live podcast and such. And uh, we're going to have a really cool show over at the El Rio. And that's going to be on Wednesday, March 4th. And uh, it'd be great if you can be there. You know, all my listeners, uh, four of you guys out there, girls out there, uh, we really need you. Buy some tickets. Come out and see our show because uh, this all makes our boat run. So uh, all you out there, it'd be great if you come see our shows. You know, I mean, uh, Pamtastic's the best. And, you know, it's a great place to be. And she runs a couple of different things going on here. I mean, uh, especially if, uh, if you ever want to be a comedian, you can always come here on Mondays. And uh, you'll have some time here and uh, learn and uh, talk to people and actually have them actually uh, give you some input. But I'm running out of time here but be here for the goddamn comedy festival all for you anyhow uh wade uh boys why don't we say hello and good night yeah yeah we're good here everybody. thanks for listening thank you for night being night. here evan thank you for being here uh thanks, wade Alex. as always and milk crate oh, yeah. thank you for the tunes you make the show so much better and uh yeah and uh yeah will we actually uh we'll uh hope you'll uh well We'll talk to you next week and everything will be fine. Yeah, Yar. even better. Even better. And we're going to get our shit together because it's been a long time since we've been here. And uh, we'll go from there. All right. Cheers, cheers.
things just took over me. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm join us march 1st to 7th for these amazing events what kind of a future Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834.
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? <laughs> 